Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Project Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Sanchez, alongside Ernie Hernandez. Welcome, Ernie. Welcome, everyone. Um, Good morning. It's morning time here uh, where we sit down together, have a great cup of coffee. We're having some fireside coffee today. Uh, It's a great uh, pour over. Uh, Thanks to Joseph. (laughs) And uh, excited to come back to the podcast to continue the series that we've been on regarding the constitution of the kingdom of heaven focusing on Matthew chapter 5 through 7. Um, Especially, we're going to cover the Beatitudes. And so um, I'll share a couple of things with you before we get in that that study and pick up where we left off. Yeah. But um, why don't we open with a word of prayer? Joseph, why don't you go ahead? All right. Heavenly Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Lord, we we come to you today in, in thanks and gratitude to to just being here with you at the table, to feast with you and to eat of you, Father God. Um, and we just ask today that, that you open up the ears and the eyes of the listeners and also us, Father God, uh, delivering your message to anyone who has the hunger to, to listen, Father God. And may you bless them. May you bless us, Father God, and, and, and just bring us into perfect alignment with your word, Father God. Um, let rivers of life just flow through our beings, Father God, and just bring us with peace of mind, Father God, and with a clear consciousness, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wow. Um, Let's so, have some fun, Ernie. Yeah, this <laughs> this particular beatitude is is one of my, I don't want to say favorites, but Definitely, it's uh, one that <clears throat> I just uh, sometimes um, just stand in awe. Yeah, because uh, it's dealing with mercy, and mercy is a very familiar term. But um, when we let the Holy Spirit bring us into um, mercy by revelation, that's a whole nother level. So I'm expecting that to take place today. Um, <clears throat> uh, mercy by revelation simply means the transmission of the heart of the Father to the Son. Mm. Speaking of the Father, God, to, of course, Jesus Christ, the Son. Right. So you said the transition of the heart to the from the Father to the Son. Yeah, the wow. transition of the heart of the Father to the Son. Wow, okay. Okay, and then, of course to us through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a, a triad, you know, uh, revelation that we're receiving as we come into it. Um, let me just kind of uh, give you a little bit more of a picture of that, okay? okay. So uh, there's a realm beyond the mind, beyond the will, where the nature of God makes us like our Heavenly Father without conscious thought or effort. Mm. Well, just let that soak in a moment. Wow. Because a lot of what we focus on is performance. Right. And our own understanding, really. 
and our own understanding. That's connected to your soul, right? The Like your intellect, your emotions. Yes. Stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're talking about where the nature of God becomes so formed in us by the Holy Spirit that the attributes of God become our nature. Mm. So we're, we're talking about a total transformation taking yeah. place. It's even a, a transfiguration, if you will. Wow. Um, nature is inherited on the basis of relationship. I want you to catch that. It's a simple phrase, a simple sentence or line. Mm -hmm. But nature is inherited on the basis of relationship. Out of our own personal experience of God's mercy, inherently, it becomes part of our nature. Wow. Wow, that's deep. I mean, so like, we inherently take this nature because we are the Son of God, right? Yes, and, and there's a law of mercy. And the law of mercy is um, you either need it or you need to give it. Mm. So either we're standing in the need of mercy right now today, right? and we need God's mercy um, to be very real in our situation, you know, in our innermost being. Yeah. Or we need to extend mercy. Mm. That could be sometimes hard. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've heard the phrase before, yeah. you know, um, that to forgive is divine. Right. Right. So it's not in the human nature sometimes. Right. To be merciful. Right. Now I can see why it's like an inherited nature. Yes. You know what I mean? It's something that needs to be, I don't know if I should say practice, but it needs to be realized. Yes. For sure. Yeah. That, that is a key word. Yeah. You just said. Yeah. It needs to be realized. Because the kingdom of God is without observation. Mm. In other words, you can't see it. Wow. It's spiritual. Right. But it can be realized. Mm. And so that's the first uh, term that we use regarding the kingdom of God mm -hmm. is that first it's realized or it's, we say, reality. Mm -hmm. Then it's appearance and then it's manifestation. Wow. So the, the first has to be a reality within you. It has to be realized, the kingdom of God. And, and then once it's realized in your life and you're established in it, um, it starts to become an appearance mm. outside of you. Inside first, outside appearance starts happening. Right. Um, and then there is the manifestation of the kingdom which we were talking about before we started, Joseph, right. which is the millennial kingdom, mm -hmm. the actual 1,000-year reign of, of Christ on earth, which is coming soon. Right. And we're preparing for that. So I'm so thankful we have this time, you know, to be able to do this, mm -hmm. to extend to others. Yeah. 
you know, the invitation to come and seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and everything else will come to you. Everything that you need because God already knows you need it will be taken care of, provided. He will promote you. He will continue to cover you and he will bring you into an a unlimited mm. kingdom. Unlimited. It's limitless. I don't know if we can fathom that, but it is a limitless kingdom. Yeah. And we are citizens of that limitless kingdom. So let's take the limits off. All right. <laughs> and receive the mercy that we need today, but yeah. also extend the mercy that others need. Yeah. Because we're going to come in contact with people that need that same mercy. That mercy, yeah. And so God is looking for vessels of mercy. Mm. Containers, if you will. That's good. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Wow. That's so, the so beatitude. It's, kinda, it's a prerequisite, really, right? You have to show mercy in order to receive mercy from the Father. Yeah, it's kind of like if you want friends, then be friendly. Right. Or like... Um, treat others how you would like to be treated yes right exactly wow. so it's reciprocal mm-hmm. and uh and and so if you only want a little bit of mercy then you're going to give a little bit of mercy <laughs> wow but uh, if you want to walk in the mercy of god you already are experiencing it but god's going to give you full mercy <laughs> wow because you know, you're going to obtain it. That's yeah. what it says. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Wow. And so, you know, the Bible says, uh, David in Psalms 23 said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. And David's one who knew mercy. Yeah. Okay. There's even mercies named after him. They're the sure mercies of David. Wow. Because he experienced tremendous mercy in his life. And I'm not just talking about forgiveness because of his adultery and his murder. But the mercy of God in David's life was the fact that his seed became a royal seed and Christ came through his lineage. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to look at mercy, look at the genealogy of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 1. 42 generations listed there that Jesus, you know, came through um, as a process to become, you know, Emmanuel, God with us, and become incarnate. There's a whole lineage there that you see pictured, and you see three different groups of 14 generations, and each group identifies the kind of people that came uh, and were included in the genealogy of Jesus Christ, which shows that everyone is invited into the kingdom and can be a citizen of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it, it has nothing to do with your qualifications because you're good enough. Wow. Because you read the names on that list and you'll find there were some pretty, you know, risque characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they weren't all pure and holy and never 
sinned. Uh, on the contrary, you see, they were human just like us. Right. And so mercy is extended today to the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes when people are down and out or they're they think they're the biggest sinners in their life they say you know sometimes they get in their own head and say you know god will never love me or or you know these self-doubts i guess you could say yeah you know like we we picture we picture like the the right christian per se as someone who doesn't sin at all or is lives the perfect life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. i think we went over that word perfect right in previous um episodes but how important is that mercy you know what i mean like god is extending this love and this Mm -hmm. mercy and and if you read throughout the whole bible a lot of them miss the mark right all all of them miss the mark i should say you know except jesus obviously jesus is the image of who we're supposed to be Mm -hmm. right and so man i think about mercy and it's like how important is that you know to have that in your life from the father to get you through the things that you're going through right you know it's so important yeah 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 you know um sometimes we're focused on sacrifice yeah and sacrificing but Jesus even said in one of the Gospels, you know, go out and learn this lesson mm-hmm. that I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the Pharisees and Sadducees are like, what, what kind of, you know, what is this? What's yeah. up with this guy's teaching? And this guy is like, they, would, they were even calling like Jesus uh, Bezubal. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Yeah. yeah. Like, the you know, the devil, yeah. you know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So it's it's so important for us to catch the heart of the Father to the Son by the Holy Spirit today. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, mercy is connected in this um, constitution. Okay. It's, and it's going to be expanded on later. But mm-hmm. the these Beatitudes are all connected. So the one before it is. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, okay? Because they shall be filled. And then comes mercy, okay? So that you can receive or obtain mercy. And then the next one is blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. They're connected. And so um, hungering and thirsting for righteousness is about right use of holiness. And in other words... Being strict with yourself. Mm. I think we're all guilty of that. And then mercy comes along and says, but you need to be merciful to others. Wow. And so if we're always strict with ourselves, how can we extend that mercifulness to right. others, right? And so that it's that inside job that you're talking about. Yes. You know, yes. be merciful on yourself so that way you can extend that mercy un- unto others. Yeah. Well, it's not wrong to hunger and thirst for a righteous standard right. of life. It's not wrong, okay, okay. To, to be that way. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with others, you, you're you not supposed to deal with them the way you deal with yourself. That's gotcha. what it means. 
Okay. It means with others, you're merciful with them. Okay. That doesn't mean you put up with sloppiness, you know, right. or just continued, you know, uh, unrighteousness. Yeah. But when you're dealing with people and you're talking with people, you need to come from a place of mercy. Mm, that makes sense. Instead of judgment, right. criticism, or legalism, like you said, Pharisees. Because right. we can become Pharisees very easily Yeah. because we know truth. That's right. Because God is opening our eyes. So we just want to tell people how it is. Mm -hmm. And we can say the right thing, but with the wrong attitude. Mm -hmm. That's why these are the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. Where your attitude be at. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Right? So he's trying to adjust our attitudes. How we um, present ourselves. You know, what we look like to other people because sometimes we perceive ourselves as coming off a certain way and sometimes we have blind spots yeah that's right and so the lord wants to open our eyes take that log out of our eye to take the beam and the log out of our own eye before we try to take this that's a good yeah that's in this constitution that's why i said it's going to deal with it it's connected more detail Mm -hmm. yeah you're right so let me let me just give you um a couple of things about mercy. First okay. of all, mercy is love and manifestation towards another's error, mistake, or sin, if you will. Right. Okay. Love and manifestation towards another's error. Uh, uh, expression of the Father's enduring nature. Remember, we, we talked about that already. Okay. Um, that's why the Bible says the mercy of the Lord endures forever mm. he doesn't get up and have a bad day <laughs> and decides nah i'm not gonna have extend mercy today you yeah. know on people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if god woke up and oh man had a bad day he doesn't do that yeah right it says that the mercies of god are brand new every morning in lamentations wow. great is his faithfulness Morning by morning, new mercies I see. I wake up in the morning and I see mercy. I don't see it like maybe for everybody, but I see it for me first. Man, Mm. if it weren't for the mercy of God, where would I be? Right. The very fact that I'm awake and breathing and alive today. Yeah, thank God. Is God's mercy on my life and His grace. Yep. And so I have to first, you know, acknowledge the benefits, the blessings daily that God loads me with. Um, let me read just a couple of things from a psalm, Psalms 103. Okay. Okay. It says, uh, Psalms 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Wow. Sometimes it's it's good to go back yeah. to the day that we first fell in love with Jesus, yeah. to our first love, to I, return there. I notice it's directing everything towards the soul. Yeah, it's like why you know why not the spirit? You know what I mean? Because this is David, okay? Uh-huh. And David, when when he expressed himself, he expressed himself from the depths of his soul. Wow. Uh, so you feel the emotion behind it because, like you said, the soul is the mind, the will, the and emotions. the emotions. Yeah. Okay. 
And so he's being very vulnerable and transparent mm -hmm. when you hear and read his psalms. A lot of times they're very intimate. Right. That's why we can identify because David is a picture of the Christian. Right. Yeah, he's a he's in a very important character in the Bible. Right. I think uh, we kind of blow him over, but I think he takes up majority of the Bible over Moses. Actually, he's a, he's one of the he's yes, up there. Yeah. He's one of the main characters right. in the Bible that you read about, you know, a yeah. very um, key figure in the history of Israel right. as the second king, right? Was he the second king? Yes. Yes. Saul, yeah. then Saul, David, David, then Solomon. Solomon. Yeah. Okay, so very key figure. You're right. And, and so when you read about David, you read about David in Psalms 51 where he says, Lord, have mercy on me. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Have mercy on me your, with your unfailing love. You know, he cries out because he knows he's blown it. Yeah. You know, and he's he's needing forgiveness. He's yeah. he's finding repentance, but he's also a man after God's own heart. Mm. Because he was able to to be contrite, broken before God. I think Mercy requires a lot of brokenness. I, would, I think if we're yeah. hard-hearted, we're not going to experience a lot of mercy. Right. And it's hard for like a man, a masculine man, yeah. to have that brokenness. Yeah. And I think reading David really, really can open up your eyes to what that brokenness needs to look like. Because when yeah. we think of a man, it's like strong, courageous, and tough. And there's a time and need for that, Yeah, I think. But the true masculine, if you want to learn about the true masculine, right? study David, you yeah. know? And like you said, you have to come broken and with those vulnerabilities. And I had to learn that even in my own marriage, you know? You have to be vulnerable with... I had to be vulnerable with my wife or else, like you said, you can be closed off. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and to have that mercy from your spouse... It's so important to That's have huge. that to have that relationship where you guys can connect and you feel this intimacy after that, you know. And I never had that at the beginning of my marriage, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And as I learned more and to kind of lament and come broken before the Lord, He He told me, Joe, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be vulnerable, be vulnerable with me, but also be vulnerable with your wife. Mm -hmm. Because that vulnerableness that I showed to my wife has brought me closer to her. Right. Because she wants to be a part of that, you know? And so it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not easy. It's, it's not easy. It's tough. It's not easy. Yeah. So for, for the, all the men listeners out there, you know, don't feel like you're weak, right? Or you're any less of a man. Because you like you like you said, Ernie, you have to come broken, mm -hmm. you know, in all aspects, whether it's with the Lord or with right. the spouse or anybody, you know. It's extending that mercy. Yes, yeah, so. definitely. And so I guess we could say that uh, being merciful is macho, mm. <laughs> yeah, which is contrary to the world's concept about it, right. You know, because as a man, we want to, you know... Control everything. Yeah. We want to, you know, 
be respected and mm-hmm. we want to have pride and right. and all of that and this is the total opposite but then when you think of mercy you have to think of the cross and you have to think of jesus oh yeah and he was a man's man right. you know right and there he is you know father forgive them right for they know not what they do <laughs> amen wow. that's good, that's good. <laughs> jesus and most of the time, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And we don't realize what we've done sometimes. Yeah, that's right. Or the extent of what sometimes has taken place. Right. You know, unless the Lord reveals it to us and mm-hmm. we, we realize, oh, my God, Lord, forgive me. Forgive you know, me, yeah. I'm just like. So the, the whole picture of David repenting and his psalms is so key to us understanding Christianity. Mm-hmm. So if, when you read them, if you keep that in mind, that this is a picture of, of me. I'm David. Now you're finding your name. That's right. In the book of life. Yeah. And as you look at David's journey and his whole experience, you can identify yourself and find yourself there. Right. Okay, so you're not the king of Israel, right? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Right. But there is definitely a representation of what you and I go through as yeah. men. Yeah. And not just men, but women. Women too, yeah. As well, because in Christ right. there's neither male nor female. <laughs> mm-hmm. No Jew, no Greek. It's not about races. It's not about genders. Right. We're all one. We're part of the new creation we're no longer part of the old creation. Yeah. The old creation is done, it's done past. Right? The new creation has come. So we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Right. <laughs> Brand Amen. new species. Amen for that. Brand new history. <laughs> Amen. So I'm so thankful. So it says, uh, let me finish the Psalms here, what I was reading. Uh-huh. It says, um, So bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. Man, I want all that. (laughs) And we're receiving that daily. Yeah. He's loading us with benefits and blessings daily and so i i think that we're catching and getting an idea this word mercy yeah you know it goes much deeper than what we deeper than we realize yeah and so the greek word for mercy is compassion by divine grace the hebrew meaning is kindness pity it also means beauty wow Beauty. Right? That's interesting. And it is beautiful if you think about it. Yeah. Okay? When you see pictures of mercy, especially when you see Jesus extending mercy to others, mm-hmm. 
there's a beauty in it yeah okay that's glorious and and so this word mercy comes from the meaning courtesy to an equal mm. so being kind or courteous to an equal so what that means is if you cannot give mercy it's because you're raising yourself above others you see yourself higher and above everybody and so it's hard to extend mercy wow because mercy is about extending love compassion kindness Empathy. to an equal yeah um and so that's why the law of mercy either we need it or we give it and so that's the revelation of mercy that god's giving us today mm -hmm. and so i i'm going to go to a a verse i'm going to skip some of my notes and go to another verse okay, okay. that i had here um in Luke 6, 35 and 36. So it says, Love your enemies and do good and lend, hoping to get nothing again. <sighs> For your reward will be great. You shall be the sons of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful, and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. My goodness. Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the greatest measure of a man is by his attitude toward his enemies. Mm -hmm. That's the highest position. So in the Bible, it says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's a picture for us right there. That God is preparing a merciful priesthood. Wow. Remember I said vessels of mercy? Right, right. God's turning you and I into vessels of mercy a priesthood that is merciful, that represents and expresses him. So we have to have the heart of the Father that's to the Son, mm -hmm. given to us by the Holy Spirit to be able to Amen. be effective, yeah. you know, in the ministry, in the priesthood, um, in just fulfilling our purpose for being on earth. I'm sure you've heard the term before that mercy triumphs over judgment. Wow. And so I, I you know, I'm so thankful to the Lord that um, he has given me a lot of mercy. And so the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. I'm required to give a lot of mercy. Yeah. Why? I've received a lot of mercy. Right, right. How could I not give mercy and extend mercy to others? Yeah. But yet there are times when I, I don't want to be merciful and I want to hold it back. Instead, mm -hmm. I want to pray for wrath or, <laughs> you know, yeah. God to wipe them out. Right. right. 
something bad so I could say, yeah, they deserved that. Yeah. You know, look how they treated me. Look what yeah. they said about me. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think that res- can resonate with a lot of people. You know, it's hard. Right. It's hard. Yeah. Now we're talking about a level that. Oh yeah. It's not human nature. Right. For us to respond to enemies. Right. In a way that Romans twelve talks about, where it says, "Hey, make room and leave room for the vengeance of God." Don't try to take out vengeance yourself or defend yourself. Uh, it says if if somebody's doing something wrong or evil to you, uh, in other words, an enemy, feed them if they're hungry. Give them something to drink if they're thirsty. Wow. In other words, overcome evil with good. Right. How many of us have ever learned that or walked in that? Yeah. Or seen that, you know? I mean, he's, he even makes our enemies to be at peace with us. So there's something that God wants to work within us metabolically mm-hmm. to remove some things, you know, that are not part of his nature or his attributes and to add or dispense into us elements of Christ. Yeah. And that's a whole process, as you know. Yeah. There isn't any shortcuts to that. Yeah. I think that comes with, like, being self-aware of what you're putting out there or the quali- the what you're contributing or some of the f- faulty qualities that you may have and being self-awareness. Because we can easily hide that by putting on a different mask or not being ourselves or putting on this costume that we're not really, right. you know, we're not really that person. Right. So. Well, that, what, what I find I do sometimes is justify myself mm. for treating people the way I do. And it's not right. But in my mind, I made it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm okay treating them this way because they did that. Wow. And I'm holding a grudge. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Against them, you know. And um, you can always tell because when you're in their presence or their name comes up, mm-hmm. something rises up in you like a jab. Yeah. And you're like, what was that? Right. What, what is that? You know, you have, you know, you know how they say, you know, you got buttons to push. Uh-huh. You know, oh, he pushes my buttons. Well, if he pushes your button, that means you have a button to push. Right. What's behind that? Where did that come from? What's, like you said, self-awareness. Self-awareness, yeah. Yeah. So what's happening here with the Beatitudes is what's called doing the heart work. Mm-hmm. God's going deep into the heart to do a work in yeah. our character, in our attitudes, you know, in, in, the, in the area of the soul. But it can't just be something that we go uh, inward in that journey by ourselves. It's dangerous to do that. Yeah. Okay, because when you go inward, uh, you're going to find some things that are painful. Right. So you need to have a lot of mercy with you when you travel inward and grace. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get discouraged and depressed. Yeah. 
and you won't do it won't do you good it won't be healthy for you so even in going inward you need the holy spirit right to be the one that leads you and guides you um, because he won't take us uh, inward and show us everything all at once. Yeah. We, we couldn't handle it. He'll take us to a specific thing. And then when he shows it to us, um, it's also filled with mercy. Mm-hmm. And we're able to repent. We're able to return yeah. to our original design. Yeah. and uh, purpose uh, and identity yeah. in Christ. We talked a little bit about that before the going on air. Right. But I think, um, I mean, Priscilla knows this, your wife, being a marriage counselor and all that stuff. Um, a lot of it can come from like childhood traumas, those, those scars, you know, those wounded scars. And we don't realize like, hey, I'm acting like this because of what I went through. You know, That's right. and, and you're saying like only the Holy Spirit can do that. And I think that's right. I mean, it takes some divine inner healing to, to overcome that, right. you know? Right. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And so that's why it's good to have a counselor. Yes. That's why it's good to have somebody that's equipped right. to help you on that journey. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, I happen to be married to a counselor. So I'm so thankful for her, man. That's to my benefit, you know, that God sent her to me as a gift. She's a true gift Mm -hmm. to me. And God has used her in my life all these years that we've been together over 45 years. And, and, you know, there's, there's somebody that the Lord has prepared for you may not be your spouse. Mm-hmm. It may be someone else right. that God has prepared um, for you. Um, and I was thinking um, yesterday, or was it this morning, about my journey when I was young, because you mentioned even as a child. Childhood, and yeah. I remember labels that I was given when I was very young. Wow. And you know, I lived those labels. They stuck. Wow. Words. And you take them on as your identity. And it's not true. It's not your true identity. They're lies. They're exaggerations. They're things the enemy uses to blind you and to keep you from discovering your true assignment, your destiny, and your identity in Christ. Mm. And, And it hurts the heart of God. Yeah, because he knows why he created you and why he put you on the face of the earth and who you really are. But yet we've received these messages, these um, reinforcements and lies Mm -hmm. that have told us we're certain things, whatever that may be. And then we actually believe them. And so as a man thinks in his heart, so So is he. he. We become them. And, how, how, I'm sorry, how yeah. important is words? Like, right? you know, as a child, and, and I'm just coming to the realization, like, man, what you say and what comes out of your mouth is, can be so powerful. Exactly. You know? There's, there's life and death in the power of the yes, tongue. Yes, yes. So we want to be speaking life. Right. 
That's why we want to extend mercy to yes. people. Yeah, it's full circle. Because you'll see them, you know, a, a certain way sometimes and realize things that are wrong, hurtful or whatever, and immediately you may want to call it out. Mm-hmm. But you have to be gracious yeah. and have the wisdom of the Spirit mm. uh, to be able to really truly help somebody yeah. instead of hurt them more. That's right. So it's there's a whole you know reality around what we're talking about because in the ministry as well um, you're going to be around people that even though you're extending them mercy and you're extending them help they will turn around and kick you in the teeth. Yeah. But remember we're talking about our enemies. That's right. And how we treat them. And so even though people may kick you in the teeth, you help them anyway. Mm. You love them anyway. You, that's what turning the other cheek is about. Yeah. And so we're growing, we're developing. We're a, remember, we're a kingdom project. We're a uh, work in progress. That's right. Don't think that you just arrived there, you know, and just sing hallelujah and that's it. It's yeah. done. Yeah. I don't think so. Because I think our human nature, like you said, it's like you just want to say, oh, screw that guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it, just, it goes much deeper than that. It's living by the Spirit. Yeah. Right. And like you said, extending that mercy. That's yes. the only way. You know, that's the only way. Well, and then one thing is when people are attacking you, but what about when they attack somebody you love? Mm. <laughs> that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or hurting your children. Uh, yes. You know? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, you can see, you can be a mild, meek person, but all of a sudden, the gorilla in you Ooh. will come out. Yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, you see red. Yeah. And all you can think of is, you know, protection. And um, there's things that we just naturally, you know, respond or react with. That's right. And so God is doing a deep work in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage you, if you have anger management problems, you, you, um, you know, you can't just stay in that lie that, well, that's just the way I am. Yeah, because that's a a lie. I can't change. You know, you got to break that agreement. Right? Mm -hmm. But what God is speaking to us about this today is that you can receive healing and deliverance and transformation from within not the outward because we focus on the behavior Hmm. and not the real root of the cause which many times goes deep into bitterness and resentment and rejection and all those big demons yeah you know that have a foothold because of our past because of experiences but when we come into christ and the blood of Jesus, there is a brand new, you know, compound element that we're being dispensed that comes from the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God that breaks the yoke of bondage. But we have to cooperate. Mm-hmm. We have to be vulnerable, like you were speaking. Right. You have to be willing to go where God sends you or who he sends you to open up and allow him to bring greater 
healing and wholeness, right. oneness in your life. And that is a work, you know, that only the Spirit of God can do, but He does it well. Yeah. If we're just open and we're willing, mm-hmm. um, then the Lord will begin to just bring us into a greater awareness of our true identity and yeah. release us from the lies of the enemy and bring us back to his original intent for us mm-hmm. and the life that he has for us. And shackles begin to fall off. Yeah. And God is so intimately acquainted with you and me. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Right. And you can trust him. And he is very gracious. He's very merciful. And so we can come knowing that he will never reject us. We can come to him with whatever situation we're experiencing and that's going on in our life. He's not going to turn away from us. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be, you know, just so, <clears throat> you know, um, I don't know what the word is, but um, he will manifest his mercy and his grace so that we can even come boldly, confidently to the throne just Mm -hmm. the way we are, just as I am, you know, and he receives us, but then he doesn't leave us in that condition. He changes us. He transforms us. And we go from glory to glory and from strength to strength. Yeah. Well, you know, Joseph, today we I didn't stay on my notes at all, but no worries. Uh, I believe that our time together um, is touching people at the point of their current reality mm. because God wants to bring them into their destined state. Yes. And so it has to start where we're at. That's how God is. He works with us just where we're at. We may not be like the next person that we see. It looks like they've got it together or whatever, but he goes right where we're at, Mm -hmm. and he begins to deal with us there in a loving way, and so uh, gentle and kind, and begins to help us focus on the root of the problem. But again, you need those that are around you that God has equipped and prepared to help you and to travail with you, intercede for you, that Christ be formed in you. And, And so there are many that God is raising up And even if you're listening to this podcast, I know Joseph always gives an invitation for you to know that um, you can always contact us, uh, that we're here uh, not just to uh, uh, put some information, you know, out there, but to extend his mercy, Mm -hmm. because we are also vessels of mercy that have received a lot of mercy in our lives. Yes. And so we know that we are what... uh, Henry Nowen called wounded healers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I don't know if I can trust somebody who hasn't been through something. That's right. Yeah. Um, we've all been broken. We've all been wounded. We've all been hurt in some way at some time in our lives. If not, you will be. And I don't prophesy that over you, but I just know the reality of the world that we live in and the fallen state and the condition of the world. And so many times we'll be victims of others' decisions Mm -hmm. and choices. And uh, yet we're uh, experiencing 
you know, trauma. And trauma goes deep. It does. But today we want to give you an acrostic, TNT. Ooh. TNT stands for from, tra- from trauma to new beginnings to triumph. Wow, I like that. TNT. Never heard that. And so even if you're experiencing trauma or have had a lot of trauma, you're coming into new beginnings. And that's not all. But you're going to experience triumph, the triumph of Christ in your life because he always causes us to triumph in Christ. You keep moving towards him and the kingdom of God and you'll begin to experience a release of new life, of new beginnings. Uh, You'll begin to experience a witness of his resurrection power in you. And you're going to experience the victory and the triumph that Christ has won for us. That's for you. That's God's goal for you. And it's available to you. You take one step towards him and he will just open up the heavens for you and extend his mercy and his grace to you and forgiveness. And darkness will flee because the light will come and you'll begin to see things like you've never seen them before and understand things you've never understood and before you know it, the depths of his love will fill your heart by the Holy Spirit. I pray that you call on his name today. Call on the name of the Lord. Amen. And he will answer you and show you great and mighty things you don't know anything about. Just call on Jesus. Just call on his name. And then believe that he is who he says he is. And then begin to realize and believe who he says you are. Because you are his chosen one. You are his predestined one. You're his elected. You're his child. He's bringing you into adoption. He's making you his own heir and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Even though you may be suffering and going through things, God is there for you, with you, and in you. He's not against you. And Jesus gave his life and died for you who can bring a charge against you or condemn you if Christ died for you and justified you and now he's bringing you into glorification. God is with you right now wherever you are listening to this podcast. He is right there with you, embracing you, holding you, protecting you and keeping you through this season of your life. He's right there with you and we pray that the manifestation of his glory will begin to flood your soul and transform you from the inside out. We extend the mercy of God to you at the mercy seat of Christ. There between the wings of the cherubim, you're going to meet with him and encounter him. And his mercy is going to cover you. Uh, His mercy covers a multitude of sins. And he cast them as far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered again. Thank God for his mercy today that's brand new for you. And they're tender and they're sure. And his mercies are everlasting. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you for that, Ernie. So uh, so encouraging and inspiring. Um, we just thank you listeners for just joining us every week and, and we hope that you, you take a little bit of each thing and it, and it constantly builds you up from the inside out. So, um, 
until the next time thank you ernie it's always fun my pleasure <laughs> love it yes thank you guys take care <laughs>